Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The cult resolved the case of the missing animals, though they lost Harvey in the pursuit. We will return to the present day shortly, but first we take a short detour into the not-so-distant past. Less than one year ago, Evangeline Clark experienced the worst day of her life and started down the path that would lead her to New Haven. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. We are journeying back approximately nine months before a cat was returned home and a friendship was theoretically ruined under threat of death to a time, a simpler time, for an equally complex but in a different way a woman. Evangeline, you were mortal. You are working at a news station where you present the weather every night in Calgary what is your morning routine like with you and Teddy in your condo house? Where do you think you were living in Calgary? Um, uh, we were in a, a townhouse. A nice little three level. With a nice little walkout balcony on one level. And like a tiny little yard at the back. You know, one of those like just enough for like Percy to kind of like run around, do little pee. Make the entire uh, grass yellow. Perfect. I can also <laughs> picture the house we're living in right now, so this will be convenient. Uh, what, what is your morning routine like? We've only heard of you in this weird twilight night of waking up, sharing an hour with Teddy. He also works a much more traditional job in the sense of being that kind of 9 to 5, 10 to 7 world that we all live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we both like we're doing the kind of traditional office thing, getting up around like 630. We take Percy out together for a little stroll around the neighborhood before, you know, the whole world got up and bustling. Uh, come back and do our things. Eat breakfast in the in our. <laughs> it's good to know what the things is because based things. on the a in yeah. the word thing, it could have implied something else. Yeah, no, it it didn't though. Break that's dancing. just that's yeah. just me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we'd have like we had this little like breakfast nook, 
uh, by window where like the sun came in and and we would eat. I would I would have my oatmeal and and fruit bowl <laughs> and coffee. And uh, and Teddy would have his uh, raisin bran cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so Teddy is sitting with his his raisin bran. You're both just a few minutes from having to race out the door. And he turns to you and just says, okay, so I know you don't like the idea of the promotion, but maybe think about it. You know, everybody in town likes you. If they shifted you to nights, yeah, it'd mess with the schedule. But, you know, you'd be at the desk. You've always talked about wanting to reach out to more people than just doing the weather and kind of those weird events. Yeah, but I don't know. Then we wouldn't have this time together and it would all be different. And I mean, I'd, I'd kind of rather go for the morning show. I mean, sure, if they'll give it to you. I mean, that that sounds great. It, it, like, again, change uh, change can be good. Everything changes all the time, you know? For, first, we didn't have each other, and we didn't have Percy. Now we got this house. It's, it all seems to be going pretty well. So I'm just saying, think about it. I'm going to back you 100%, whatever you want to do. Ah, shit, I'm late. Uh, and he, <laughs> he he jumps up and kisses you the forehead. He's like, I, I love you. Where the fuck are my keys? Uh, and he finds them himself because he's yep. one of the rare men in this world who can actually find a thing he's looking for. Evangeline's not going to, ha- she does not take on that responsibility. He can find his own, <laughs> he's a grown man. He can find his own keys. Yep. Uh, and he takes off. So it is time for you to head to work. One thing I wanted to ask you was, do you take Percy with you to the station? Is Percy also a fixture on... I think you're channel seven, if I was correct, or are you channel five? We're channel seven. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do, is Percy a fixture on, on the set, or is Percy a stay-at-home dog? No, Percy's a stay-at-home dog. Because um, Evangeline doesn't, she doesn't quite have the clout yet to be able to kind of do what she wants. Like, you know, like the the major, like, anchors, they can kind of, like, get away with anything, and like, you know, their personal assistants will like take care of everything and walk their dog. But like Evangeline's not quite there because she she's doing short segments. She doesn't really. I think she she feels like she could be replaced. If she messes anything up. OK, that makes sense. So yeah. you you leave Percy out. Is Percy a crate dog? What's what's the, the no, home situation? he just, he hangs around. I have a little like doggy cam so I could see. He's pretty much spends most of the day on, on the couch. We've got a, a dog walker that comes in. Like, Great. And, and, and at work, you know, you can pull up the cam on your phone and make it throw a treat for him. So yep. there's chances oh, yeah, for interaction 100%. in the darker moments. Uh, and, and you go, you, you head to work, you take your car. Uh, along the way, it is Halloween. So you can see there are decorations in windows, uh, storefronts. It's early. Again, we're talking 9, 10 a.m., so it's not like everybody's in costume. But you can see the kids going to school, elementary kids. And then, you know, one in five high school kids are in a costume yeah, on yeah, their yeah. way to class. Uh, you get in. The day seems pretty standard around the station. You 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 get to present. You present With my the jaunty witch hat. Obviously. Oh, I was going to ask what, what costume you had prepped for you at the station. So, Jaunty Witch Hat, is there anything else that you would wear on air for your, your segment? Um, It would be, like, a, a dark red lip. I would, I'm oh, yeah. wearing, like, kind of a black, like, fitted dress. So, it's, like, classy witch. 
I like that. A nice modern witch. Exactly. So it's like, you record... hey, I'm in the spirit, but like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you partake in the, the news segments through the day. Uh, and you pre-record for that evening because you know you are being sent on location. You're just not sure where because that mm. is part of the classic Halloween hit of Channel 7 News. Uh, yeah. And you finally go to meet your manager, Julie Cross, who's the station manager, uh, to get your assignment for that night. And when you swing into her office, she is like the cool mom is her vibe of any huh. neighborhood. The one who's like, if you're going to drink, just drink at home with me. You know, like that's just, we just got to stay chill. Uh, and you step in, she's she's got like platinum blonde hair with a pink stripe parted in the center. Uh, she, she's, she's got like hacker in a, a Criminal Minds episode energy <laughs> to yeah, her whole okay. vibe. No, I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. And some about. quirkiness. <laughs> yes, in a very traditional cubicle style news journalist office but that's her vibe in the center yeah. of it uh, and she just says hey come on in come on in i'm so excited it's gonna be a great halloween this always does great you know we'll have you we'll have you pick out a, a, an even crazier costume and then we're gonna send you on location oh oh great we're yeah, doing the costume yeah. thing still okay you know we gotta we gotta yeah. pump it up we gotta compete because right now we are getting crushed by channel five just yeah crushed uh, like daytime, we're holding up okay, but the night stuff is a graveyard and all of the olds are watching them. And that's a problem because you know they love you. Do you know you, you know your demo with the elderly? You clean up. I know. I know. Yeah. And we have Jim to thank for that stupid peppy catchphrase. L Listen. It, old, they they it all sells. love it. It they, sells. I know. It I sells, know. and that's why we're going to need you to drop that at least three times tonight. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Okay, but I just want, I know I made the offer to you the other week about taking you from where you are to putting you in the 11 o'clock. We'll put you at the desk. You'll be the sole anchor. We know you can do this. I, I, I know. No, I know. I, and, and look, I, and I'm, I'm so grateful. I, I just... I mean, it's it's just kind of late, and look, I still want to have time with like Teddy, you know. I I'm just wondering if maybe if maybe the morning show might be something yeah. else. I, it just uh, uh, okay. Let's let's do a roll. Let's do okay. a roll. Uh, if you could roll me, do you think this is charisma? You're playing charm here, or do you think you're trying to manipulate? Um, I, I think charisma. Great. Yeah. Let's do charisma and persuasion. Okay. There are no hunger dice. I was going to say, yeah, you are I have. Mortal. <laughs> I have no hunger right now. <laughs> you can succeed or you can fail, but you will not eat this woman no matter what you roll. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. Four successes. Okay. All right, all right. We can give you a shot on mornings, if, if but if the evenings dip, I'm pulling you back out of there. Look, I want it. I want to do the evenings eventually. I just think, look, just for now, I just want a little bit more time to just like have a little bit of normalcy. 
All right. So we can bounce you into the morning show okay. next week. We'll do a guest spot. I'll say somebody's sick or something. Honestly, I, w- I want to fire Steve anyway. So I'll just let Steve go. And you can go in to replace Steve. At least quote unquote sick. We'll give you a three week run. And then we'll see how you do. We'll see how the ratings right. do. Does that seem fair? Yeah. It does. Yeah. Thank thank you so much, Julie. Um, and I just want to be clear for Evangeline, because she is very career driven and she wants the 11 o'clock spot. But I, I she's a little bit afraid of kind of like blowing it right off the bat without having like had that kind of like long form anchor experience. Because mm. she's done, you know, she's done obviously the weather segments and like you know, person on the street stuff for a long time, um, but hasn't had the opportunity to really do like, you know, the hour segment. Um, So she wants it, but she needs to prove it to herself first. All right. And the morning show is a a big thing to be aiming for because it is the most solidly rated section of the day outside of the regular evening news, the kind of like six to nine stretch. Not all of it, obviously, because you're a local channel. So you're probably bouncing between like five to five to seven in terms of recording things outside of live segments and bouncing them around, which is what you did today. So you'll still be doing the, the weather tonight, but it'll be pre-recorded so that you can be live at the event. Yeah. And Julie just says, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. This is, this is going to be a big move for you. So, you know, don't, don't fuck it up as we always say. <laughs> uh, Tonight, we are sending you to the Blackthorn Haunt. It is a new pop-up haunt. It's taken place downtown. They've rented out like a full block worth of like rundown buildings. Basically, you're going to be there, get to intro the whole thing, and then what we're going to do is just send you through it live. So people are just going to watch you experience this haunt live on air, get scared, have some fun. It should be a really, really easy kind of 10, 20 minutes of TV. We think people are going to really dig it. Cool. Okay, so we'll just get people laughing at me being afraid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yep. the plan. No, I get it. I get it. Cool. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll send Simone, uh, your regular kind of on-site camera person with you. It should be great. Go pick out your costume. Make it something that'll, you know, get some attention. Uh, and then we'll <laughs> we'll send you out in like a half hour. So get moving. All right. Thanks, Julie. Hey, no problem. Have a good one. Salute, sir. (laughs) So you go. uh, You know you've got to pick uh, a bigger, flashier costume for your your night show. What do you pick out? Imagine you have access to a Spirit of Halloween, (laughs) the store that will never die. Oh, geez. Uh. Uh. She's gonna go over to Sexy Devil. Wow. Sexy Devil. All right. Because it's like she still wants some sort of elegance, you know. Mm-hmm. So like is this something? A, so I'm not this... talking. I'm not talking about like you know, like short skirt up my ass or anything like that. It's like it's still like a long dress. <laughs> so it isn't like sexy painted on red dress. It could be uh, like a red pantsuit with a deep V though. if you wanted something to play there. Like there's options. Yeah, actually, pants would probably be better uh, with uh, going through. Uh, it'll be leggings under a dress. That's all we'll say. Awesome. 
Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just you, thinking you, of like going through this like dark haunt and like <laughs> like a gown. It's <laughs> ah, <laughs> not the best. <laughs> That's very reasonable. So you get yourself all geared up and you make your way down to the Blackthorn haunt. It is night proper now. It is dark Mm -hmm. outside. You are seeing trick-or-treaters running around in the suburbs. The decorations uh, are intense. And you're you're driving to not the best part of Calgary. You know, it's it's a little bit on the outskirts. It is a rundown neighborhood. But when you get there, there is a hell of a crowd. The Blackthorn Haunt, there are big banners hanging everywhere announcing this place. There seems to be a, a theme of fire. And as far as you can tell from the costumes as you pull up, Vampires. It is heavily <laughs> vampires as an event. You see circus acts, fire jugglers, these other kinds of things. There's crowds milling around getting drinks. And then there's just a big door that leads into the haunt itself that is very reminiscent of the, the door to hell, if you were to choose mm-hmm. uh, the overall theme well, in that kind of... so appropriate now. Yeah, that kind of fun <laughs> carnival-ish uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. And you get brought over to the media area. You get out. Uh, and Simone starts to set up your camera when you hear a voice, a voice that has haunted you for years, a voice introing the haunt as well, live on air. You hear Jack's Ryder doing his best to pitch this event. Your rival, the one who is destroying your channel in the ratings, and Jax is their weather and on location person, just a direct yeah. parallel. Only they seem to take it way more serious than you. Jax, let's hear your intro to uh, the the haunt live on air. This is the little like 30 second clip pr- pitching that you're going to be walking through it in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, uh, he is dressed up uh, like Teen Wolf. Uh <laughs> So he's Do you mean got classic like, Teen Wolf or new MTV Teen Wolf or whatever? He's got, I think, classic. He's got like the varsity jacket or just like his like interpretation of Teen Wolf, which is like varsity jacket to be like, I'm a teenager uh, and like varsity jacket and jeans and stuff like that. You know, so he's, he's like he's got the range of mobility and stuff like that. But he has I don't know if he's like paid out of pocket or the station is paid for like. Michael Jackson's thriller music video level, like prosthetics and makeup and stuff like that. Like he is unrecognizable on the face. He's got like the full kind of head covering of like the fur, like all slicked back kind of thing. And he's got like a, like a, a snout sort of thing. He's wearing contacts of like yellow, like in like a, a, a supernatural kind of like canine eyes and stuff like that. And he's even got caps for his teeth, not like the, dollar store kind of like vampire teeth that like are on a hinge and you put in and you can't talk just like caps for his incisors kind of thing to like really pronounce them all the stops kind of pulled out uh and uh yeah and you just hear him say uh uh, good evening and happy halloween folks it's jack's rider down here at the blackthorn hunt i'll be going through here with the channel five crew coming up next (laughs) and and he and then he signs off with a a big howl (laughs) And Evangeline, you're you're already, you know, physically reacting to having experienced that as you see the light go off on his camera. But Simone says to you, we're live in three, two, one. And she throws to you as the light on her camera comes on. Hey there, Channel 7 listeners, and happy Halloween. It's Evangeline Clark, your weather person and all around shoes on the ground. (laughs) 
I hate it. I hate it. Laura's <laughs> saying, I hate it. Um, uh, behind me, we've got the uh, Blackthorn Haunt, which we're going to be going through uh, in just a few minutes here. And uh, stick around because you're going to get to see me scared out of my mind. And isn't that going to be fun? It's behind the camera, Simone just just mouths, say, say your catchphrase. <laughs> and look, we're going to have a great Halloween night. We're going to have good weather. But remember, sun, wind, rain or snow, stay happy. <laughs> and it cuts away. I hate my life, <laughs> she says <laughs> and- to Simone. <laughs> Yeah, and Jax is close enough to have heard your segment and your sign-off. Jax, what do you say to her uh, as your direct rival, who you definitely just did a better segment than? Uh, uh, yeah, he'll say, uh, uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, Evie, do you recognize me? Can you tell who it is? It's Jax Ryder from Channel 5 News. Oh, Jax. Heck of a sign-off you did there. That was great. It's so good to see. You know, you don't have to hide behind all that prosthetics. You're not that ugly. Oh, come on. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. I, I I, know. I know. This is the face that brings in the views. You know. Uh, but I thought, you know, just for the spirit of the of the season, we'd, we'd do a bit of makeup and, uh, you know, just kind of throw a little costume together. Uh, that, yeah, that, was, that was great. Did you, did you write that yourself just now? Always a joker. Always a joker, Jax. Oh, Love you know we like to have you. fun. We like to have fun. Hey, I'll see you inside, okay? <laughs> Can't wait. All right, let's uh, let's you. have you guys she both says roll. under her breath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evangeline, could you roll me a charisma uh, and let's say subterfuge? Subterfuge. And then I will have oh, sure, you thanks. roll the same, Tyler. So for you, for Jax... Let me just find the stats. Your charisma is three, Tyler, and your subterfuge is four. So you'll be rolling seven dice. No hunger because you're just What is the subterfuge kind of related to? The subterfuge is having played nice but tried to win this insult war hidden underneath it. If you got another pitch for the way you do it, I'm fine with it. No, 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 that's fine. Four successes for Evangeline. Uh, four successes for Jax. Is it Jax? Am I getting Jax. that right? J A X X. Yep. Okay. Um, oh, two X. Jax Ryder with a Y. Yeah, yeah of okay. course. Um, it is a tie, and you both know it. Nobody won that war of words, uh, and it's very frustrating because Jax, you do feel like if you were slightly more handsome, you'd be slightly more successful. Uh, and eventually, <laughs> y- you know that you did not script that segment, and maybe you should have because it was not great. Uh, and his question was very well veiled. Mm-hmm. Neither of your camera people have anything to say to you. You feel like they may have high fived if they're like the winner if there was something, but nope, they're both just trying to stay professional. When a figure approaches you out of the crowd, you can see a little name tag that just says organizer, but this guy is weird. It is a, he's wearing a, a floor-length black leather hide coat in a cut similar to the Matrix, but of a very mottled 
older style leather with a lot of stitching and inlaid runes that you don't recognize that moves right up to his collar. And from the neck upwards, what we would think of as a very traditional Nosferatu a la the movie style face. Just mm. pale, bald, deep set eyes, pure black, no pupil, fangs in the front, pointed ears. And he just says to you, Beth, it is time for you to go in. But there has been a scheduling mishap. You two will travel together. Oh, my goodness. Look at this guy. Sir, I love it. You look fantastic. And, uh, hey, what do you say, Evie? Little, uh, maybe a little on-camera competition to see who's uh, who's the bravest one to go through the maze, huh? <laughs> You're going to lose. Just a minute. She she just put holds up a finger and uh, pulls Simone aside and just says, is it just me? Or is this the guy that's been hanging around the studio? I mean... What? Howdy. I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell. For just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but it's my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out, and it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, well, just head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon? You know, the guy, like, he's just, like, constantly, like, looking in the windows, like, during the evening segments and... I haven't seen anybody dressed, like, in this costume? Would that No, 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 not, not in the costume. It's just, like, his voice. I mean, I, 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 I hadn't heard there was somebody hanging around, but I mean, I, I believe you. I guess. Are you, do you want me to do okay, something? Okay, you know what? Never no, mind. I mean, it's you... it's it's okay. I it's just me. This is, this whole situation's weird. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Just forget I said anything. Okay. Uh, and you turn around. And there's that, the piano keys would slam down in a horror movie, but you just turn around and the guy's right there just being like, unfortunately, we can't have your cameras go through with you. It will destroy the experience. But we have hidden positions where they can film you throughout the whole thing. They'll see you, but you won't see them. Are are we going to be mic'd up or do we need to kind of organize that with our own separate teams here? And and when can we get that footage from you? You know, this stuff needs to go out tonight. You know, it's Halloween. We'll take your crew through to make sure they get what they need and wear your wireless microphones. We have nothing to hide. All right, Jim, you got to lav me up with, I'm not going to be able to take the mic, I don't think. No, no, I was going to do the handheld mic, you know, have have the... the, No, I just thought... I mean, you guys are so on the ball. I just figured you'd already have the backup lav. Well, I mean, we do. Uh, Jimmy, uh, just a lav mic is placed in his open hand as <laughs> as Jack says, and, and he just 
affixes it under on onto his letter letterman jacket. You can see I, now that the, it's a it's a varsity jacket of like Channel Five News. Like it's not a school; it's the news <laughs> channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evangeline, you look to Simone, who hands you a wireless full handheld mic. There wasn't a lav in your truck, so you have the like channel awesome. seven mic in your hand that's wireless, but that's all you get. Oh, great. Well, I'm regretting making that comment now. <laughs> Sorry, we're supposed to have one, but like budget stuff. Oh, Are Channel you- 5 has a spare. Do you, would you like to borrow a Channel 5 lav mic? That'd be amazing, <laughs> said Simone, immediately working with Jim to trade the stuff around. So, Great. yeah, you, you get you get labbed up eventually and using Fantastic. a Channel 5 mic. Channel Thanks, 5 and Channel Jax. 7 will have to work out, you know, obviously we have, it's our recording equipment. We'll have the rights to your audio on that. We'll get that figured out between the channels oh, on how we can get that. Oh, you know, that's not how it works. To your producer. <laughs> get a better oh, lawyer. All right, me. let's just oh. go through this. So the two of you step up to the doorway to hell, uh, and it slides open of its own accord. It slides it slides inwards, and you can see perfect blackness. And behind you, you both see Simone and Jimmy give you a thumbs up, and then creepy-looking attendants come out and guide them around the sides of the building to where they should be able to, to film you uh, okay. safely from there. Okay, I need I need a quick pause. Laura, can you take your headphones off for a second? Because I was going to tell Tyler something. Yeah. Cool. Jax, yeah. you know something that Evangeline does not. You knew you were going through this together because you set this up with the organizer of the haunt. Interesting. Your goal is to make Evangeline go crazy with terror. And you've okay. organized some special, like you, were, you, you told them to like crank it to 10, get okay. real scary. Uh, and you'll play along, but it's really about just embarrassing the the channel, you know, channel seven newswoman on right, air okay. to just be like, I'm the cool guy. Yeah. She's super scared. Okay. Awesome. That's the plan. Yeah. Sounds good. You can come back, Laura. Yep. Nodding up and down. There you go. Yeah. So you step into the pitch blackness. Uh, is there anything you say as you step in to each other? To each other? Um, just, uh, uh, Jax will just say, uh, um, hey, I'm right here if you need, if you know, if it gets to be too much, right? you can hold my hand or something, all right? <laughs> Touch me and I'll break that hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Hope, uh, hope the lab didn't pick that up. My goodness. Anyway. It definitely did. And you both (laughs) walk into the darkness, crossing the threshold. As you step into the room, the door swings shut behind you with the grinding of stone and a slam. And the echo that comes from that sound seems to be impossibly large. It's filling a massive space larger than than you'd thought possible within the building you'd seen from the outside. And as you start to walk forwards... You can't see a damn thing. There's no safety lighting. There's no guide. As you reach out, you can't feel anything. You're hearing dripping water. You're hearing the rustling of what could be cloth or could be flesh. And then you hear the chittering of bats that are, that are coming from around you and feeling little gusts of wind uh, and scratches as they swing past your heads uh, and just get a little bit too close. 
Whew, this is, uh, this is a pretty realistic. How, how uh, are you doing there, Jax? Are you holding up? You don't hear anything from Jax. He's, as far as you can tell, motionless and silent. And there's a beat and another beat. And then, Hello, everyone out there in TV land. It is Jax Ryder with Channel 5 Weather here in the Blackthorn Haunt. Uh, uh, we just came through the front door. I'm waving up there in the uh, my hands in the, in the air there because we couldn't bring our cameras in. It's just too darn scary in here. We didn't want to spoil anything for you folks who are going to be touring through here later tonight. So they have been. I've been assured that there are some cameras set up. I'm waving to you now. Hello, it's me, the Teen Wolf, uh, with uh, Channel 7's very own... Evelyn Clark. Oh, Jax, thank you so much. Uh, yes, it's me, Evangeline Clark from oh, Channel Evangeline. 7. Excuse me, sorry. Here with the wonderful Jax Ryder, my counterpart from Channel 5. And we are ready to be scared out of our wits. Uh, look at this. I will look at this. Maybe you can see something. We see absolutely nothing. This is... Honestly, I don't even know what this is. We're just gonna, I guess, move forward and hope for the best. Eventually, can you roll me a dexterity and athletics? Dexterity and athletics, yep. That is, ooh, four successes. Jeez. That was real good. (laughs) If you could see. So you take two more steps forward and just wipe out real hard in the dark. And you land on the floor and your hands uh, spatter into something very wet and very sticky. Your hands, your knees, and you can feel that it's sprayed you. And then around you, fluorescent lights flicker on from above in that kind of like click-click way that they start to come on. Yeah. And behind you and around you, you are in a small tiled, very medical-feeling room. There is a door behind you that has been closed that is not the door to hell. You don't know how you've got this far. There's a door ahead of you. There is a line of the body coolers that you see in morgues, just lining one wall, floor to ceiling. But as you take in the rest of the room and what is in your hands, you can see spattered red blood, just a pool of it on the floor and sprayed up the walls around you. And you can see several dead bodies who have had their throats torn out or their entrails ripped out, just scattered one or two on the gurneys in the room, but more looking like the doctors themselves having been slaughtered. You can smell the copper of the blood on your hands, and it is still warm. Well, everyone, I have to say that this is a little bit more PG-13 than I was expecting. Maybe keep the kids at home uh, (laughs) for this one. Uh, But yeah, I have to say it's, wow, this is looking and smelling (laughs) very realistic. Like she's just (laughs) like doesn't want to like, she doesn't want to get tricked by it, you know, into thinking it's real and then like have a real freak out on air. So she's just like, it's, this is super unsettling, obviously with like the smell of 
of blood and can you yeah. roll me a dexterity in athletics again <laughs> sure uh that is four successes holy crap Ow. A corpse laying on the floor to your right snatches a hand out towards your wrist, but you manage to pull back in time so it doesn't grasp you. And you see the doctor reach up and plug the gaping hole in his throat and just rasping through the blood say, Help me. This isn't... It's real. Oh, well, now. (laughs) I love it. This is great. This is fantastic. Come on, Evangeline, you'll spoil sport. It's all yeah. in good fun here. Come on. Oh, yeah. Let me help you up. No, this is... Oh, yeah. And and Evangeline will accept his hand, if only to, like, grab his hand, put her other blood-filled hand on <laughs> his, like, jacket <laughs> to get him dirty as well. Um, and then yeah. you just start hearing banging from the inside of the cooler doors on the morgue side of the room. Just banging, and you can see dents starting to form in a few of the doors. And one springs open, and just a a creature, a humanoid creature on all fours, covered in gore, sprints out of it, doing that weird ring movement, over to the doctor who had just asked for your help, reaches down, grabs his head, (gasps) twists, and pulls it off his body in a spray of blood, and just opens its mouth and bites down into the face, just chewing away. Evangeline just says, oh my gosh. This ever, this is the most realistic thing I've ever seen. Like, uh, Jax, are you, are you okay? Is this, uh, I mean, this is looking pretty realistic. And the creature turns to you as you talk, and two more of the doors burst open from the side, and more creatures crawl out and start advancing towards you. Okay, okay, okay. Jax runs away into the next room, leaving Evangeline behind. (laughs) All right, well, it looks like, and Evangeline's like, okay, this is her moment. Uh, Well, it looks like this was a little bit too much for Jax Ryder in Channel 5, but... uh, we're going to stick with you and... The closest and, uh, monster darts towards you. Can you roll me oh a God. dexterity and uh, I would accept athletics or brawl? Uh, are you trying to just dodge aside or are you going to try to fight this thing? Um, I think if it gets too close, she might like automatically like lash out. Okay, let's yeah, do brawl. So yeah, so it'll be brawl. Not like a, like, I'm going to punch you, like, clock you in the <laughs> face, but more of, like, a desperate, like, slap it away. Um, five successes. Five successes. You dodge beautifully, slap it aside, but as you're trying to do that, the blow connects. It should be peaceful but strong enough to make it move. It's like hitting an iron wall. The creature does not move, keeps oh. advancing, grabs your wrist, and okay. then opens its mouth. And sinks its fangs into your arm. They puncture the skin. You can feel blood beginning to flow. And it reaches another hand towards you. I think Evangeline, at this point, she's so shocked. She doesn't make a sound. It is just literally her mouth is open and it's just silence. What do you do? She's frozen. For a second, she can't do anything. And then 
she just starts kicking out with everything she can. Great. So you kick the creature. Uh, can you roll me a strength and brawl? <laughs> Ugh. Strength <laughs> is not Evangeline's best. Uh, one success. One success. Uh, you tear your arm away from this creature's mouth uh, and bolt. You can feel uh, the blood running down it from uh, the injury, and you make your way into the next room, slamming the door behind yeah. you. You get the sense it let you go, not that you actually fought your way out of here. Right. And you find Jax in the next room. It is a hall of mirrors. Oh, Jax, dude. Jax, not, Jax was not running in fear. Jax, uh, uh, you know, has an agenda, and so ran into the next room to hide and try and jump out and scare. Okay, well, this is perfect yeah. because yeah. you run into a hall of mirrors, uh, Evangeline. You find yourself uh, not just in a single hallway with mirrors. It is a maze of mirrored walls only. You can see bodies laying around. You can see cracks in the mirrors where either fists or bodies have been thrown into them, uh, and there is blood dripping yep. down a number of the various points. And she is just full on panic at this point. Um, like, doesn't know what's going on. Like, what the hell just happened? Obviously, no one's supposed to be hurt. Like, this is, I just want to be clear, this is full panic. She, like, runs into this room, is just, like, panic looking all around her for just, like, the red exit sign. And, and just, like... What the? No, no, there's like heavy breathing uh, can't be understood. She's just saying just random sounds are coming out. Fragments of words. All righty. She's advancing through seemingly going crazy. Jax, when do you strike? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you see um, you see Jax like waving you over. Um to, to come catch up with him. Um, but when you advance, it's a reflection. You, you get close enough to realize Shit. he's not actually there. He's somewhere else. And as you turn to like, you know, I've just run it. I've hit a wall. Where do I go? As you turn, he's right there behind you. Boom. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and like Evangeline's not even scared by that because her yeah. adrenaline's already completely up. Like it's impossible to, for her to get startled any more than she is. Um, He's like, no, 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 Jax, no, 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 we have to get out. We have to get out. Simone, can you hear me? Simone? Oh, boy, they got you good, huh? No. Oh, I love it. Look I at love my it. arm. And she, like, shoves her, like, her wrists into his face. It's like. Oh, hang on. Did and, you have the same idea I did? I was going to say, Jax, what you see is just blood. There's no injury. Okay. There's just a stain of blood from where it had poured down. But she's got it all over her. Sure. No, he, he like takes her arm and like looks it's like no Evangeline sweetie you're fine she slaps you him in the in face the- she slaps him across the face it's like it's like this is not a joke this is not a joke there's someone in here who is not playing along this is real for them well I th- I think the person it's real for is you Evangeline Jimmy can we just okay look, 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 no, 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 okay listen if it's a joke then whatever, we just get out now and we can sort it out and start the segment over. I don't care. We just need to get out now. I'm telling you. Please listen to me. And the metal door behind you in the maze gets kicked open. And 
Evangeline, you turn and see the three creatures who had escaped the the coolers uh, advancing inwards. They are on all fours, covered in black and red gore, head to toe. But the thing that's the most disturbing is two of them advance along the floor, and one of them is crawling along the ceiling directly towards you in the maze. They all open their mouths and give out an inhuman shriek. It sounds like you're hearing a hundred different people scream at you. What do you do? Uh, Evangeline just starts, um, uh, like, splaying her hands, like, all over the mirrors, scrabbling at them, looking for uh, the, the real way out. The real way out. Okay, can you roll me a... Let's say wits, because that's feeling appropriate yep. to this. And then investigation. Meanwhile, Jax, what are okay. you doing? I think Jax, having gotten a real good scare out of Evangeline at this point, is going to go kind of chivalrous, you know, and say, all right, folks, uh, I think I think Ms. Clark from Channel 7 has had just about enough excitement for tonight. Uh, if you've got a, you know, an emergency exit for folks who are, you know, who can't handle, you know, the spooks as well as as well as yours truly, uh, will I'll happily escort her uh, to the exit. We just need a little hand getting our bearings here. This mirror maze is fantastic. You've all done a fantastic job tonight. He's just fully kind of uh, just making a meal out of this scenario yep trying to trying to own the vibe yeah uh unfortunately there's no response and when you look down you see that both of your mic packs are not receiving signal from the cameras that are supposed to be recording and as you look around the room you can't figure out where the hell the cameras would be but no one's responding and these things are scrabbling towards you and you look back and see another wave of three of them coming out of that room only this time there are two crawling horizontally uh, using the sides of the mirrors as though they are the walls. And neither of you could figure out how the hell they're doing it because there might be a track in the ceiling, but you can't see a track on the mirrors. Oh, he, uh, it, the, the first thing is, oh, shit, as he sees there's not this goal is not getting picked up. Um, and then looking up to see these creatures moving across the wall and things like that. He just kind of is like, guys, guys, hey, hey. Uh, definitely kind of like a bit of a nervous edge in his voice at this point. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, we're, we got her, it's over. Um, guys? Evangeline, what did you roll? Three failures. Oh, wow, so no successes? No successes. Oof. Uh, you are trying to get through uh, the maze and find a way forwards, and you do. But it's only as one of these creatures launches themselves off the side wall and tackles Jax through a mirror, and it smashes backwards, and you see a gap that will get you out of this area now, through the hole, where a creature is on top of Jax who is just writhing and screaming on the floor. What do you do? Uh, Evangeline has like a panic moment, like not sure what to do. 
instinct is to help, but that is instantly overridden by the panic, <laughs> and she just darts for that hole. Great. You dart through the gap in the mirror. You're finding yourself on the outside of this funhouse line. You can see there is a large warehouse around you, and clearly they've built a path through it. But you are clear. Uh, you cannot see your camera people, but you can see a red exit sign. You dash forwards, you smash open the door, and you see Simone, and you see Jim, and you see the organizer, uh, and they are laughing uproariously. They are just cackling, having watched you have this massive freakout. What do you say to them? What? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? The shit attacked me it, it's attacking jacks right now and she's just like crying and like completely beside herself like shit's torn she's bleeding like openly and behind you uh you hear this the emergency exit open again and jacks comes out with the creatures who had been chasing him uh can you roll me evangeline a wit and an awareness. Wits and awareness, yep. And Jax, can you roll me uh, a composure, which will be three dice, and a performance, which will be three dice. So six dice total for you. I got three Kay. successes. Uh, rolling... Now, whoop, re-roll that one. One, two, three successes. It is a tie. You two are evenly matched as you always are. But what this means is, Evangeline, you can't quite tell whether Jax is playing it cool or whether Jax is also really rattled. He seems to be coming across as his like on-camera self, but there's something a little bit off about it and you're not sure how to read it. But Jax, you come out with these haunt workers uh, now standing upright, very personable. I will tell you for you, you're absolutely fucking rattled. This was not part of the deal. Yeah. But you can play it as you will. Yeah. Uh, Jax has his arm around the shoulder of one of them, the one that I think tackled him. And the way he's just a little off is he's just a little too physical with this guy. He's shaking him, you know, like, ah, you got me. <laughs> Shot in the arm a little too hard kind of thing. Oh, this guy, really, really kind of aggressive noogie. Like, like, like all of the nerves and tension is just being exerted as physical force on this dude. But as the, all those, like, friendly, a little too hard gestures... Uh, and he comes out and he says, boy, I tell you what, these folks are professionals in their field. I don't know. I don't know what I saw in there, but that was phenomenal. This this guy especially. Oh, this guy. This guy got me real good. <laughs> well, we hope you are finding this acceptable, Mr. Ryder. He requested that we give you an especially spooky time. Uh, Evangeline just, like, she checks her arm. She tries to, like, wipe her wrist from where the creature thing, worker, whatever, bit her. There is no mark. But you know you were bitten. 
You felt the blood flow. Yeah. You felt the teeth puncture you. You felt the injury, but there is no mark now. <sighs> but... No, 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 it no, was, no, it no, was no. A prank, Evie. It was it, no. I, we were all no, no, no. There was something. It. No, something bit me. Something. No, no, no. Something bit me. Oh no, 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 no. We just we listen. It's one of those things where like people get scared of the pressure. This is one of the weird gore drenched creatures just stepping forwards, being like, "We just made you think that we're we're not, we're not gonna actually hurt anybody. We do know that we but just want to be scared." Me. It hurt. Uh, that's the thing about the mind. People get scared and they just do stuff that's wrong. And Simone's like, but it's no. going to be great footage. That was hilarious. You went fucking crazy. No, what about, I want to see the other guy, the guy that was in there who got like his head ripped off. No, no, no. I want to like, it, uh, yeah. That's, no, no, no. What was Halloween. that? It's Halloween. These guys obviously have an amazing experience to put on. We can't, Grind this to a halt just because you think you what you got a little nip on your arm there. You're fine. You're fine, Evangeline. It's all right. This is yes. And now you know what? You must... And she just like ripping like the mic and everything off. She's like, "This is fucked. This is. Fu I'm going. This is it. I'm sorry. You know what? Whatever. Do do what you want with the footage. I'm going. I'm leaving." And she's <laughs> oh just like, goodness. doesn't know so, doesn't know what to do." Evangeline storms away. Uh, you leave. The weird district where everyone seems to be having fun, but now everything is a little bit too real for you. And you start walking back to your car. Unfortunately, parking is a little bit of a ways away because this is not a district intended for large crowds yeah. uh, and all of that. So you end up taking an alleyway that'll get you there a little bit faster between two darkened buildings. And as you're walking forwards, a figure steps out and just almost appearing directly in front of you, blocking the end of the path. They're in a black or brown, you can't really tell in the shadow, duster-style coat. Uh, and they have a very wide-brimmed, uh, almost cowboy-style hat on. And they just stand there staring at you from about 20 feet away at the end of the alleyway. But they do not move, and they are definitely staring at you. Uh, Evangeline has just had it at this point. She's like, look, I've had one hell of a fucking night. Get out of my way. I am not joking. They take a step towards you and then stop, stand, and stare. Come on. Look, come on. Come on. And she just starts, she backs away. And in a blur, you bump into someone behind you and you turn and find that same person there. And they just say, oh, your night is just beginning. And they grab your hair, tilt your head back and plunge their fangs into your neck. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan Laplante at The Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. 
When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, Steve Weez, D&D and Things, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.